Oh my god. We're still going at it, huh? <laughs> Shit's about to hit the fan, boys. <laughs> my coffee here. In a sluggish economy, inflation <laughs> recession hits the land of the free. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Morris. <laughs> oh man. Blame it for more than that. Don't call this virus fake, guys. Come on. You're on the right tip, but don't say the virus is fake because people are actually dying. And they're dying from the stupid ass fucking virus. Not saying it's not fucking man made. Because I in, I agree, it is man made. But it is real. Don't say it's not killing anybody. You sound like a fucking dick, too. You don't know that. And don't forget, there was a gigantic mother alien spaceship that fucking showed up above fucking Saskatchewan, Canada last night. That's Mr. MMBB333. You can go check that shit out. Yeah, free. <laughs> Superman cheese. With mainly peas. <laughs> Well, I still got a little bit left. I'm going to spend all my SS money on fucking weed. Welcome back to Adam Air MD, GED. <laughs> and underground cartoon therapy, yeah. We're going to go after the fucking Nebrew chasers tonight. I got a few guys I trust out there that track this fucking Planet X. Look at some more conspiratorial shit. We've just started, you know? <laughs> Indeed. Fucking please. If you can. Well, welcome back, guys. I got a recent uh, little deal hearing about MTV being interested in the show. Well, guess what, dude? If they want it, just give me a bunch of fucking money. I'm going to give it to everybody that's fucking hurting out there if they do. Otherwise, you know what, man? Specifically kids. Otherwise, this is just community service. Welcome back, and let's get the fuck on it, you know? Let's do this shit. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. I uh, Before I get started on this <laughs> intergalactic fucking <laughs> conspiracy hour, which may last a little longer, but I promise it won't disappoint. It's not going to be boring. I wanted to tell you, uh, I just found out a few days ago that I have autism. It was kind of weird how I found out. And I was told it from an old friend that had done a... He was in the healthcare profession in Colorado and left it to go 
be a blacksmith, and while he was a blacksmith, he decided to go ahead and be a healthcare professional anyway, and give me said test, or what happened was, I ended up taking off, and I never saw him again, dude, never, I forgot he even existed, it took me a good hour to remember him, by the time he contacted me the other day, we had a long, extensive talk, he's a very intelligent dude, out in the middle of nowhere, in the mountains, Colorado. That's about all I'm going to tell you about that end, but he said he'd like to run another diagnostic on me. I'm just going to go ahead and start studying autism, though, and it's important to me. And then later on in the season, me and Steph are going to go ahead and do the autism show. <clears throat> and I just wanted to make that the icebreaker because it doesn't really have anything to do with the show that we're getting ready to do. Um, but it's as important. And it may be more down-to-earth because it's more tangible and something that we can all actually hands-on do something about, you know. Unlike the stuff that I'm getting ready to talk about filled with all your favorite paranoid shit. Um, before I get started, and the way I'm going to break it in is first I'm going to talk about my friend Chio from the band Youth Crush and Dystopia. She went out to the beach in the Bay Area the other day and caught this photo. It's just beautiful, like, you know, ocean pics and really great shots. But on the first one that is up there, you got to remember, I've been chasing Nebrew for 16 fucking years, man, you know? And I learned how to track it, and a little bit later I'm going to tell you how I learned how to track it. And what they do to hide these planets and da-da-da-da. Because it needs to be out there and you need to know how they do this thing. Well, how do they hide our binary sun, Adam? How do you hide a gigantic sun and six planets? I'm going to tell you the magic trick. And if fucking David Copperfield over there at NASA can fucking do it, you can imagine how it's fucking laid out. Um, first thing I want to talk about is a coup d'etat. Are you punk of rock enough to fucking know what the fuck a coup d'etat is? Here's how it's properly pronounced. Computer. Coup d'etat. Alright, one more time. Coup d'etat. Thanks, computer. Alright, check this shit out. The definition is... <laughs> Thanks, computer. A sudden, decisive exercise of force in politics, especially the violent overthrow or alteration of an existing government by a small group of military coup d'etat of the dictator... I don't like playing politics, man, but I do want to consider this not political, but rather look at it like this. We're, our planet's being taken over by fucking lizard dicks. You may not be able to do anything about it, but you may actually be interested in how they're doing it. And that's what this is, you know. If you're not, hey, go back to your Jenga or your little fucking thug life little things on whatever you're playing on your phone there and, you know, act like the shit don't exist. I don't give a fuck. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and bust into this shit and talk about Chio's pick first, so give me one second. So basically I'm looking at this pick and I'm like, this totally is just like this footage I've been watching. <clears throat> End of days. <laughs> it is a fucking coup d'etat. 
How come these motherfuckers don't want to tell you this shit? And that's what Chio asked me. How come they do, How come I'm just now knowing about this? I don't even know about it. You know, if, if the government wanted you to know this shit, and it was as important it made them money, guess what? Your ass would fucking know. That's right, dude, they talk. And they're not even fucking from here, dude. They're fucking from another goddamn planet. Mm-hmm. These guys are just waiting to fucking access this goddamn Stargate off the coast of Aden. 9-11 was the first Project Bluebeam. Guess what? There was no fucking plane flying into that fucking building. And you know what's even more shocking? And you're going to be like, yeah, right. There was two planes. Both of them were Bluebeam films. Alpha Draconian technology. 3D holographic bullshit. And then they got the towers in Alaska matching, and they matched the sounds of the plane going into the fucking building. Everybody knows the buildings were fucking demoed, man. It's really an ancient incantation where you fucking kill a bunch of fucking souls and take the blood from it. This shit goes all the way back into ancient evil, dude. Don't think these reptilians don't know about this shit. Black magic. Kudeta! You're in a fucking... You're being taken over. You may not think. You may not think at all. <laughs> it's seven o'clock. You know where your freedom is? <laughs> Coming to you live and electrified from Studio A, high atop the escarpments of Whitetail Peak, the roof, roof, roof of the American Hindu Kush. This is Dr. Amp, doing the vamp for liberty, <laughs> climbing the ramp to justice, <laughs> and lighting the lamp of freedom. <laughs> What's on your mind tonight? I mean, you know I'm going to tell you what's on mine. We're sinking down deep in the mud, and the fucks are at it again. The same vast global corporate conspiracy. Different day. You can't see it without a cosmic flashlight. Guess what? I've got one. Oh, yeah. And it's being. It penetrates the, the ignatious rock of ignorance. It flips that rock over, and there they are, exposed, wriggling, squirming, crawling on their bellies like foul maggots, frantically racing back to the cover of darkness that they so crave. We're coming for you. Yeah, we're coming for you. Let's just see what they're cooking up today. I know what I'll be cooking up. <laughs> What's on the box? In fact, read between the lines. What's lurking in that, that toaster waffle, those muffins, that frozen children's treat? Poison! Deadly poison! That's what's there. And what's waiting for you? Cancer! Leukemia! Autoimmune disorders! Pulmonary 
embolism, warts, psoriasis, eczema, cardiac arrest. Where are the cops when we need them? Anorexia, body image bullshit, microbial toxins, bacterial toxins, environmental toxins, our air, our water, our earth, the very soil itself, our food, our bodies poisoned, poisoned. Oh. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Huckleberry extract and clean boiled water from the pure artesian springs of Whitetail Peak. Yeah. Fuck that. I saw you very shit from the Amazon. In the immortal words of Pete Seeger. If I had a hammer, yes, I've got a hammer. <laughs> you must see, hear, understand, and act. Act now. Hmm. your shiny gold shovel. <laughs> Two coats, guaranteed. Shovel your way out of the shit and into the truth. Dig yourself out of the shit. $29.99. <laughs> That's right. Only $29.99 plus shipping. Except no substitute. Get yours. <laughs> now. <laughs> anyway, that was a sample from Twin Peaks. Season three, the return, uh, with uh, the doctor there as Dr. Amp. Oh my god, that shit's fucking hilarious. Veteran actor Russ Tamblin <laughs> as Dr. Jacoby in the original Twin Peaks, aka General Ulysses S. Grant, <laughs> aka Dr. Amp, giving you this you know, play on conspiracy theorists, right? But everything he said in that is totally true. The only thing missing, and the only thing missing with pure hearts who are really behind these conspiracy theories, because look at them, man. You think these guys are like these malicious dudes? And I'm going to, like, take you on a tour of a few of these guys who talk about Nibiru right now, and then I'm going to tell you how they hide it. And, that, and then I'm just going to stick to those particular subjects right now on this episode. Because there's a lot there, man. There's a fucking lot. Oh, shit. Alright, well, I'm getting a call from a shaman. So give me one second, you'll never know I was gone. The psychic forces are out there. I can't smoke enough fucking weed either. <laughs> You know what? There's so much to cover and it's so easy for me to stray, but I'm just going to talk about the Nemesis system today. My friend Fernando, how he taught me how to hunt it basically in 2016 while I was living in Staten Island. 
and what he showed me about that and how to hunt it and where it was at this one point and where it is now and a little history of it as much as I can give and just try to focus because man it's so easy to stray dude and it's really not about the alpha draconians on one end it is because they have an agenda to hide this thing from you mainly because like I said before the lizards and the Nivarus are enemies one of the Nivarus is here on earth pretty sure he's locked in with having to work with these lizard dicks yeah, this sounds pretty far-fetched, but let's take a walk through it. I'll tell you what I know, and let's go. All right. When I first met Fernando, it was at a bodega across the street from where I lived in Staten Island. I just went in there and started talking about conspiracy theories to this guy. I think he was Muslim. <clears throat> Wearing his little bodega and making me an egg and cheese sandwich which I was addicted to in the mornings with coffee, and their coffee was sick. <clears throat> and I went in there, and I started talking about it, and this guy came out from the basement, and he was stalking the basement. And he says, hey, my name's Fernando. I was like, what's up, dude? Like the ABBA song? And he goes, I don't know what that is. And he started laughing, and I was like, well, hence why I got the song rolling now. <laughs> Can you hear it, Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he's like, do you know how they hide it? Do you know how they hide Nibiru? And he busted it out, and I was just like, dude, this guy is my friend instantly. He knows exactly what the fuck it is. And he goes, you know how they hide it? And I said, no. And he goes, it's German technology. They built an artificial sun. It's only the size of a football field, 100 yards long. And it's covered with all these cameras and bright-ass lights, and it gives off enough intensity to warm an entire region of the planet. Not all of it, but just enough. Just enough. Why would they do that? Well, they're hiding these, these planets. Now, where they're at now, they eclipse the sun. But back then, in 2016, when he was teaching me about this shit, it was still way behind the sun. And it hadn't come in yet, but it was coming in fast. And he goes, well, if you really want to see it, meet me on top of your roof. You live across the street, meet me on the roof at 5.30 in the morning, and I'll show you where it is. So we got the fucking coffee on at five, <laughs> walked up to the fucking roof, and I had a nice clear shot of the Verrazano Bridge going from the backside of Staten Island all the way to, you know, Brooklyn 95. <clears throat> and uh, he goes, now keep your eye out. And I saw this little tiny, well, you could see the glow of the fucking sun rising. <laughs> and you could see this little tiny dot and it rose and it went back down <laughs> and he goes did you see it and the whole thing lasted about two and a half seconds dude and I was like what and he goes that was it I was like that was it I was like that big old planet that was it he goes yeah that's how far out it is <laughs> he taught me a lot 
He taught me about how fucking... They have five of these fake-ass sun satellites. And they hide it. And how they hide it. And he turned me on to a guy named Dale Martin. Dale Martin was a Native American guy who was tracking Nibiru. And he's one of these guys who got too close to the light. He was given some fake-ass footage first. And everybody could debunk him. But not all the shit that he showed was fake, obviously. He got too close. Some of the last shit he put out was about reptilian shapeshifters. And some kind of inside photo of these guys hanging out with Trump and their fucking bodies mutating and all this other bullshit. And he had it all circled out. All of a sudden, the guy's gone. Fernando taught me a lot, dude. And that's kind of where it started after studying Nebra for, for 11 years. <laughs> mm. 11 long years and finally got to see the motherfucker. After that, you know, I... Uh, Dill Martin had been around for a while. I followed him. That got me into another guy named Jeff P. He's my next dude I'm going to talk about. Hold on. Me and Fernando hung out and, you know, I was sober. He would always be drinking. It was tough to see him, but he was drinking because he couldn't handle it. He had seen a few things and he was one of these guys that just, I don't know, man. He wanted to nuke the fucking place, you know? He was scared of it. I get it. <clears throat> I was just learning about it. And I had already read that Sumerian uh, tablets of Lord Anki. Mm. While they were being translated even, they were putting them out. Pretty amazing shit. Uh, you know, you can't be racist. What do I mean by that? Well, dude... See, here's the deal. I'm spiritual, all right? And and although I'm like, hey, we're under alien invasion and all this stuff, and I do believe that, but I only believe it's a percentage of these guys that are doing it, just like there's only a percentage of the guys on our planet that feel like the need to have to rule everything, create diseases, keep us locked down, hide information like Nibiru, on and on and on, like Dr. Amp said, and all the rest of it. You know, that's I feel like it's only a percentage that feels that way. The rest of the people want to know. These guys go from planet to planet fucking doing this shit. And it's like a military. It's like a military move. You know, Donald Trump, he said, we don't have, it's not only that we need to have a presence in space, we need to have a dominant force presence in space. It's like, why? You're just proving all this crap, dude. And you're working with the enemy. And these guys aren't in your best interest. But, you have to imagine not all of the Alpha Draconian are fucking bad. I don't think David Icke's bad. But I think he gets to get away with it. Because he's a fucking lizard, you know? And he's shapeshifted. You can go look it up. He shapeshifted and da-da-da-da. He knows what he is. You know, I'll do a David Icke separate episode a little bit later. Or whatever. But, you know, at this moment... I'd have to say, you know, don't, you can't be racist. Not all the Nibirus are going to be evil. Some of them are going to be like you, listening to this 
podcast. Believe it or not. And some of these Dracos are going to be like that too. And you got to imagine the creator didn't just make, you know, things to be in the solid way. There's free will across the universe. So people get to choose what they want to be across the universe. Maybe we're being enslaved here. And you got to imagine all these other movements of armies enslaving planets all across the galaxy and all this shit, you know. But I think, you know, in this particular case, what I say is, before I go on, don't turn it into a fucking witch hunt. And not all of them are bad, dude. I'm I'm, I'm convinced of it. But I think the ones doing this shit to us right now are complete evil dog shit. It should should be escorted off the fucking... (laughs) Get them the fuck out of here, man. Escort these guys the fuck out of here. Get them out. You know, they fucked up. And a large portion of the Nibiru fucked up, and a large portion of the Alpha Draconian fucked up, and they're in a war with each other. Doesn't have anything to do with regular people like you and me, you know. I'm uh, after I hung out with you know Fernando and he was schooling me on the Planet X chasers and I told you about Dill Martin earlier and he got me into Jeff. That led me into Jeff P. I had, had already lost Fernando somewhere along the way and I left New York. I was over it, but while I was gone, I was getting directions on where to look for this shit. And sure enough, man, Jeff P was right on the money. I'm going to play a sample. He talks about so much shit. This is just one little sample, man. And if you are interested, you can go look him up. He's got a YouTube channel. And he could appreciate the endorsement, too. And if you want to kick him down a few bucks or whatever. He does all this shit for free. He's obsessed with exposing it. Just like a lot of people are who know that it's the truth. You know, and it is, it's the truth, man. This isn't a conspiracy like that. You know, the only conspiracy is what the government's making it. You know, they want to make me look like I'm crazy with all these other people who know that we got to wake up. It's going to be easier to know we've been contaminated in our DNA. We'd be a lot easier on everybody if we knew that shit and we really knew it. Oh, well, we're all like that. And these guys really did do this thing. Oh, and they were working for the creator. Well, that means the creator's not perfect. Is that okay with you? Is it okay that he's not perfect? You know, because to me, it is. It's okay. You know, forgiveness needs to go all the way around. He's trying to give us something good. People with foul intent fucked it up but you got to imagine it's not everyone with foul intent church lies to you oh you're the evil well that's not necessarily true you know it can it's a side effect for sure i always said the universe isn't mentally ill we are (laughs) we're the ones that are you know start to deal with it maturely which we haven't. We're not even close to doing that. This whole thing has to boil. The pandemic. You know, all this shit. 
I could get killed for what I'm talking about. You know, why would they want to kill me? Well, if it wasn't true, they wouldn't give a fuck. Well, he was conspiring and making lies against the U.S. government in a paranoid fashion. You know, I remember one at one point, you know, paranoia just meant more than one ob- observation of of a reality in front of you. That's it. You know, they're the ones that turn it into this mental psychosis, a state of psychosis. Go look it up now. That's what it says. But at one point, it wasn't necessarily so drastic. You know, things change over time. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's planned obsolescence, man. And if you don't know what that means, go fucking look it up. Anyway, I'm going to play that sample from Jeff P. Hold on one second. With Dill Martin gone, all I had was Jeff P. But this is a classic little one-minute thing, and that's all I really want to play of him. Go look him up, though. Jeff P., as in papaya. All right, hold on. Hi, everyone. This is New Beaver Watcher. It is April 11th, 2018, and I am showing you a video that was sent to me from a, a subscriber. And if you wish your name to be known, please send me an email. And I would gladly give you the credit for it. <laughs> Look at this, people. Just going back and forth as slowly as we move the camera. And this is often, it's not a glitch. It just keeps happening again and again right across that glitch. He just happens to be right staring right at the focal point of the lens. But you got a feeling this is a very special lens that can change the focal distance as well. Some pretty high-tech technology. Notice every time he moves in front of that spot, he gets that little glitch. Look at that. Wow. Maybe they are using magnetic fields to shape the light itself near the sun, too. So if you got guys like this and you got videos, let's light up the internet with these photos. This stuff is not fake. Have a blessed day. <laughs> Basically, if you could see it, it looks like a gigantic contact lens. So that's part of the conspiracy is that Bausch and Lom, the ones that made this uh, years of, they've made these contact lenses, optical contact lenses for years, military contract to build a, a 300 yard, you know, lens, basically a series of these. And Jeff P, he shows on one of the, episodes he's like well this is how technically you would do it so he takes a bird's eye view of a light that's under a ceiling fan your classic like you know pretty big sized light coming out of the bottom of the ceiling fan he goes that's the sun now if i take these chemtrails and he uses a piece of like eight and a half eleven by you know eight and a half (laughs) by eleven inch paper excuse me legal paper and uh basically, and uses this and puts it under the fan light. And then he takes a a flashlight and he turns that on. And that's supposed to be the sun simulator. So you have these multiple layers of these devices that they actually spent that, what was it, back in... 2001, two, they already knew the shit was coming, man. They knew they had to build this shit over 20 years. So they went ahead and just racked the government, racked fucking 2.3 trillion from itself. Oh, we're missing, we're missing this money.
you know. And then to top it off, you got Trump coming in with his whopping like 700 and I don't know what the rough number is, $716 billion space, outer space plan. And everybody that's in the capitals all, yep, we agree. We, we can't even take care of ourselves, dude. These guys don't care. <laughs> they don't care. You know, they're going to drain all the resources so people don't have shit. That's how they do it. It's a slow, winding process. No one that actually gives a fuck about people acts like this. I'm going to tell you right now. And my boss is the creator, and he's watching this shit. You know, it's like clockwork. You know, this is really like one of... Part one of three episodes, really. That I want to do. This one really was more pertaining to how... They hide Nibiru and the Nemesis system. What it is. Why NASA ended up trying to call it exoplanets that were actually, you know, 314 light years away. You know, some stupid ass number that doesn't even match where these guys really are a lot closer. And they probably are all inhabitable on some level. You know, but Trump needs to put a fucking army in space, huh? We need a space force. Well, these guys are at war. This is some military shit. Space military. You don't even get to know about. Meanwhile, everybody's camped out that fucking can't afford a fraction of the fucking rent that this these guys have all this money. And globally, they should have to fucking kick down and have to feed everyone and protect everything that needs protected environmentally, children, elders. Disabled, you know, the land, the sea, the air. But instead, you know, they put everything in this fixed fashion because they know they're going to wipe it out. And really, they don't even need the money because they think, I think they're under assumption that they know how to use that Stargate. But that's the thing. I don't think the creator is letting anybody out of the Stargate. And I think that's kind of part of the riddle uh, about... You know, not having access to the garden. You know, when Adam and Eve get kicked out of the garden. I think try to say, you know, you guys aren't allowed out in the universe anymore. And here was a Stargate. And if it, the Stargate's in Aiden, so that makes sense. And they would have been able to access the Stargate at one point And travel the universe. But because our flesh is contaminated by Nibiru, we're unable to even access it. And not only that, but I don't think the Alpha Draconian know how to access it either. You know why? Because they're still fucking here. And I think if they could have accessed it by now, they would have had the grand finale shit show. And, you know, but they're going to leave the shit rolling as long as they can. Revelations was written by St. Saint, uh, Saint John Divine. And he was like one of these guys that was around 70 years after the crucifixion of Jesus. The sensation was all over the ghettos still, man. People were fucking like not having it. That's why the Benzentine was created, so the Romans could control the public and be like, damn, you guys will fucking calm down. You know, we're okay. We know that he was king. We know it. Blah, blah, blah. That was the beginning of that Catholic bullshit. St. Peter. 
Peter behind that shit. Mary Magdalene getting fucked over. These are all other episodes, believe me. I don't want to distractulate. Anyway, fucking, uh, you know, you got this thing where St. John Divine is stuck on the Isle of Patmos by Nero Caesar. Some legends say that Nero Caesar's the beast. But really, the beast is the sun, because the sun has an alchemic number, and it's 1 through 39, but if you line it up in a pattern and a square the right way, each way comes to 111, 111, 111, 111. You know, you add it up six times, what's that? Well, that's the beast, the sun. The sun is the light, and even in the fucking... My boss says, uh, you know, Lucifer is Lord of Light, deceiver of all things, because he hates our ass. He hates it. And his ass is trapped into that abomination of Satan now. You know? And all this shit's happening. People don't necessarily believe that shit. They're like, yeah, yeah, it's time to grow and get past all this shit. It's like, you know what? You're going to have to deal with the maturity of it all, man. And deal with the fact that shit, it's absolutely fucking real. You know? The religions want to tell you you're wrong, and you're going to hell if you don't do this, and you don't do that. My boss never said you had to claim him. If anything, he tells you in the book of Matthew the exact opposite, and he says, uh, well, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are going to come in my name. They don't fucking know who I am, dude. You know? And they're going to be in front of me and the old man, the creator. Oh, well, I cast out devils in your name. Well, I didn't know who the hell you were. You know why? You never you never used your heart. You never used your heart. My grandfather was a Sethite, man. He said, uh, there's a guy in Alabama that would, you know, he was the kindest guy in the world and never do, you know, anything you know, but good stuff for people. And all the stuff, and, I was, and he goes, but you know what happened to him? He ended up dying. You know where he's at now? I was like, no, where? And he's like, he's in hell. I was like, why? <laughs> oh, well. He never claimed that Jesus Christ was his Lord and Master. But I work for the dude, and he never said that. I'm telling you right now, he didn't. That's a deceiving trick. He's not talking about sin like you're evil. He's talking about your DNA doesn't match. If it did, you'd be able to go into the spirit world. But you can't. You have to meditate. You have to pray. You have to go into this thing. He doesn't, you know, the boss isn't judging anyone, dude. That's never what it was about. That's man perverting his shit over a 2,000 year period. You got to remember the quantum physics, though. One day in heaven is a thousand years on earth. So really, he was only here a couple days ago. And if the case is that, you know, Nibiru as watchers decided to go ahead and deceive the creator because they were supposed to be watching out on outside the asteroid belt and making sure no one crossed over. No other alien, all the other life in the universe, they all know they're not supposed to come here. It's kind of like a cop just abusing his powers. That's what Nebru did. They were cops, basically. 
hired by the creator of all to make sure that no one crossed this Kuiper belt. And they were, they were stationed at one point. I think they were on Saturn too, but Mars definitely, Mars got screwed over. That happened before Nibiru got screwed over. But, you know, also, the only ones that are really left that really haven't been around that are still watching, I think, is Jupiter. And I think they really just used their defenses to keep out other races from crossing the Kuiper Belt. But, you know, Nibiru fucked up. Well, they needed gold and all this stuff. That proves the creator's not perfect. And it proves it in the Torah, because he's all like, how could you find this inequity in yourself? Well, if the creator is all this perfect Christian, you know, like, oh, he knows everything and blah, blah, blah. They don't never talk about that shit. Why is he, in, why is he upset in the Jewish Bible? You know? Why, why is this? You know? Some people say Elohim and Allah and all these guys are breakdowns and derivatives of Anu, who would be of Nibiru. But I do believe that in the Torah, they're actually talking about the actual creator. You know why? Because Anu wouldn't be like, how could you do this thing? Well, that'd be like him talking to himself. Doesn't make much sense, right? So that's why I feel like it's the creator talking to him. And he says, how could you introduce them to astronomy and, you know, uh, mathematics and all this technical stuff at that point? In Sumer, which is Iraq, Iraq, <laughs> Aden, Eden, where these guys would have tested out and made us, and the Adamic slaves would have been birthed out of that area. The original agreement, like I said, they weren't supposed to put the spirit gene in us, but once they did, then the creator could see us, but he, he didn't know who we were. He didn't create us. Nibiru did. That's the thing. That's why it's important right now. I told you I was going to bring Galzu back up. Well, now I got a chance. Galzu is kind of like this piece of the creator. Because you got to imagine, Cain kills Abel. And Cain is called, Cain and Abel are still called Cain and Abel in the Sumerian text. But because they have that spirit gene in them, that spirit gene's in the blood. As soon as the blood hits the ground, it causes two deformations in the spirit world. The first one is Satan. And the second one is what we know as Jesus. And it was basically like, you got to imagine this light being that encompasses all beings, whatever genders are out there, things we can't even imagine, all kinds of shit. But the creator's all of it in, in, inside of this light. And imagine just tearing a piece of that and throwing it to this ethereal ground or whatever and a smaller, brighter, concentrated version of you. And out of all the time and all the shit you've made as the creator of all, you're always going to be connected to this one planet, Earth. Now... Because guys that were working for you fucked up and did the exact opposite of what they were supposed to do and ended up creating us. And not only that, they put the spirit in us. 
So by the time Cain kills Abel, you got the first murder. Well, that's how Jesus and Satan were created. Because they, when Cain killed Abel, he did it with spirit in him. And now he's like this new dude, and murder's not a, necessarily a normal thing across the universe, believe it or not. There's only these military factions that go from planet to planet, and the way they do it is in an orientated fashion. Humans just have chaotic means, and oh, we'll kill a motherfucker over anything. Anything. Anything that pisses us off. No deplorum. They want to talk about fucking thou shalt not kill, but that's all they fucking do. He told you not to do that shit. And then later on in the New Testament, he says, well, uh, the disciples are sitting around and they're asking about all these questions all the time. Who, You know, we follow the commandments and da-da-da. He's like, well, you know what? That was meant for the Israelites, really, man. And the more you understand Nibiru and the way they engineered us and stuff, you can understand why those Ten Commandments really needed to come in the time, at that time. At this time, which has been a cool-off period, it's shit's still fucked up like it is today. It's always going to be, because we're contaminated. We got that Nibiru contamination in us, but at that time, you know. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. The Ten Commandments were meant for a distant time, though. And they're like, well, what, 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 does he want from us now? It's like, well, just wants everybody to love each other with all that you are and everything that you are and treat each other like a neighbor and to love God the same way. And there's really only those two commandments now. The rest of it kind of common sense. He just allows you to applicate common sense. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not, you know, fuck your friend's wife and all this other bullshit. Don't steal your friend's fucking shit. You know, things like that. But really, it's, it's about love. That's what it ends up being in the New Testament. That, you know. Even if King James is a criminal, and I know he is, guys, come on. Give me more fucking credit than this. You think I'm preaching to you? This is survival skills, man. He's not fucking judging people. He's not fucking coming at... My son wants to be just like my grandfather. You have to do this and that. You know, you have to fucking say fucking Jesus is your Lord, dude. And they use an inflection and all this other fake-ass shit. Indie tourist motherfuckers like me from believing in it, but you know what, it's bullshit, you know, ironically, after I listened to Jeff P. long enough, I came across another one, and there was a lady out of Ohio showing this kind of Alaskan and Canadian footage of Nibiru coming in, you know, these are the signs in the sky, this is what St. John Divine saw. And, you know, I think Nero Caesar knew it. And he's like, I want one of these Jesus freaks. And I'm going to just ex socially experiment on him and leave him on the Isle of Patmos 40 years with a bunch of parchment. He knows how to read and write. And he just sat there and went into deprivation being alone and just wrote all this shit. And that's Revelation. How come that's the only one they kept out of 18 Revelations? 
there's even the revelation they kept out where Jesus takes Peter to to hell. Because Peter's like, hey man, and this was on the History Channel too, you can go look it up or whatever, but a recap on it says, Peter's like, hey man, why? if God loves people so much, why does he send them to hell? You know, he's like, well they don't stay there. You know, just burning the shit off their spirit that they applicated their flesh to, you know. You can't depend on each, you can't use the spirit to manipulate people. That's the problem with the preacher. That's the problem with these guys. They know Jesus is real. The whole fucking thing, you know. And I believe all the religions know about it too, because it's in your face the most. You know. But really, it's because he was really here for us, dude. He's not here for these guys that are, like, trying to take us over. They try to utilize that to make it look like they're the holy faction. We all know it's bullshit. But don't denounce Jesus just because you know it's bullshit. That's kind of like saying, oh, well, the virus is fake. I don't know anyone who hasn't died. Well, guess what? I do. I do know people that have died from it. It is fucking real. But you got to imagine, you're only half wrong. That's the part you're wrong about. The other part, there is a virus, but it's to keep us in control. Well, there's a Jesus. There's a real one. And these guys know this shit. That's why they formed ISIS, to destroy all this information. <sighs> to destroy the Sumerian text and to destroy all the information. That's why they still have the U.S. Army over there still. With gigantic burn pits. You think these guys are getting initiated? They're blowing up fake-ass targets. Yeah, there's nothing left over there, dude. You've been there. Iraq's the size of fucking Akron, Ohio. <laughs> Here's that you've been there for 17 years. You've covered every inch of this fucking place. You have destroyed all of its children, taken all of its energy. You've converted it into this fucking U.S. fucking secure fucking site so no one within a 500 miles can get near this goddamn Stargate. You know they're going to fucking try to access that motherfucker too because they want out of here. And it's multi-purpose. They get away from Nibiru, they destroy us, and they get to go to a new place and start over again. A new conquering. You got to imagine the spirit, Satan, first of all, let's observe that motherfucker. Since he was constructed by Nibiru, after all, because that's really the end game. Enki works for Nibiru. He put the spirit in us. Anu and Enki and Enlil liked the offsprings. But they liked Abel better than they liked Cain. And Cain killed Abel because he was jealous. Well, guess what? If you don't have the spirit, you ain't feeling jealousy. That's for damn sure. Much less rage that follows and the want to kill to follow it up. This shit caused some major sh malfunctioning shit in the spirit world, which allowed, which really put the, uh, the dimension of heaven, which is what I re referred to heaven as being, into a state of quarantine. As on earth, so as it is in heaven. Hmm. That's a lot to think about. But I think you're following it just fine. 
And if you made it this far and you haven't dropped out yet, you probably heard something along these lines about love. Not all these guys are all bad, okay? But there's some bad ones and they're doing some bad shit. You cannot make this a witch hunt when it finally comes down to it. And there's a good chance that it will, guys. You gotta know who's who, man. If they come at you like a neighbor, they're either an infiltrator scum and it's hard to trust anyway. You know how that feels. We all have distrust, man. It's so hard to trust. I don't even know if I can trust who's hearing this. But some one person hears this. You know, and it goes somewhere. No one's necessarily talking about it like this. I'm a spiritual cat, dude. I believe, man. Jesus, Yeshua, whatever you want to call him. A rose by any other name, dude. That's my boss. It's love. That's who I work for. You know? King gets fucking kicked out. Branded. You know? Later on... There's already obvious civilizations there, but the Sethi Christian's going to tell you, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> you're not going to hell. I'm going to tell you right now. You know, if you let the flesh grow onto your spirit, it will have to burn off there. But no one stays there. That's what Peter and Jesus are. They're Dante and Virgil. And it's Dante's Inferno. And that's where Dante's Inferno comes from, is the revelation of St. Peter, because really it's Jesus' Virgil, and Peter is Dante. Takes him through the nine levels of hell. There's a, spe a specific place for every kind of different sin there is. And there's different weirdo demons and all kinds of scary shit you gotta deal with. And you will fucking have to burn that shit off. It's painful. I'm sorry if you let that flesh fucking override your ass and you think I'm fucking talking shit right now. I'm not preaching at you, man. And you may not ever really hear it like this. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you, that's how the creator feels directly because I work for him and this is what, this is it. And I'm a rep. That's all I am. I'm not a preacher. I'm just one of you, dude. But he talks to me and I hang out with him and I'm not afraid to hang out with him. And I've seen him cry and all kinds of shit bummed out. He's not perfect. The Christians think he's perfect. They put all this pressure on his on his ass. <laughs> Imagine people putting that shit on you, dude. Oh, you're perfect. Well, that wouldn't feel too good, would it? How do you think he feels? She. They. <laughs> Multiple peoples and bond and one creator force. Whatever it is, as a singular entity, it's not perfect. You can tell, because look around. And now all these aliens that are over here, the Russian Black Book has 82 documented. Well, none of them are supposed to be here. Every one of them know they haven't, they're not supposed to be here. Some came over just to look at plants on the planet. No shit. Nonetheless, they were not supposed to be here. You know? The only ones that are allowed in are these police force watcher guys. 
AS-163s, those are the guys on Jupiter. But if you talk to a Seth like Christian, they're going to tell you none of this shit exists. If you ask them who the sons of God are, they're going to tell you, oh, it was people that already believed in God. They got a fucking answer for everything. They got an answer for why Job was already here. How's that even possible? How does Cain go off into another civilization? Yet the Sethites can clearly cover it up. How how there already is a civilization because uh, X variative. You're going to hear all this crap. And yet don't listen to this shit. You know what? When you were created, there was already other civilizations here. Get over it. Job was already here. Why does Job get fucked with? Well, that's a riddle too because... At the beginning of Job, it says, uh, And the sons of God saw the daughters of men, and they took those which they chose. No, sorry, that's not what it... I was starting to read Genesis 6-2 out of my head, I don't know why. At the beginning of Job, actually, it says, And there came, it came the day when the sons of God, the sons of God, that's the Ajiji, there came a day when the sons of God accompanied Satan, to the kingdom of heaven. Why the fuck would they do that, dude? <laughs> yeah, especially your preschool, like fucking Sethite ass. Why is Satan allowed in there? And then how come when he gets there, the creator doesn't know who he is? And then he doesn't point out Adam and Eve. He says, have you seen Job? He's my best dude. He's like my favorite guy from that from that planet. And all the shit hasn't, you know, the creator knows he's been torn asunder already. And now he's meeting the other reason. Now he's seeing Satan caused out of the first murder. And really he's only allowed in there because fucking Lucifer is trapped in his fucking body. That's his punishment. Lucifer is trapped in Satan. That's his fucking punishment. Everybody's all, oh, Satan was mistreated, and da, da, or uh, Lucifer was mistreated, and da, 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 da. they're Lucifer sympathists, sympathizers, or what don't, you know, tch, I'm not buying that shit. The guy was a spoiled fuck, and you can tell, and he didn't like fucking Sasquatch, and that's why all the shit started. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pray to a Sasquatch. Well, that's what fucking happened, dude. You know? He causes all this shit, murder, pain, mental illness, depression. And Satan's going to go at it until the end of it. And the Sethites are right about a few things, but they're not right about not housing the homeless. They're not right by just having, like, limited food for fucking, you know, meals every Tuesday and Thursday. You know, dude, they got enough money to buy these motherfuckers' houses. Condos, buildings. It's a purposeful oppression set by the high registrate of these evil alpha draconians that don't want people to make it. They don't want you to make it, man. When St. John Divine was on the Isle of Patmos and he was writing this shit, you know what? Part of it, he saw these guys. He saw the bad humans, and they're not they're not fucking contaminated like that. They're not directly reptile reptiles. They're just humans that have chose poorly on how to live on the planet. 
and they work side by side. And Trump, I believe, is one of these humans. He's not a fucking shapeshifter. He knows he knows of him. He works with him. He's like fuck it. If you know, it's just the way things are. He's in acceptance. You know, he knows limited amounts too. He only knows what they tell him to know. But I think he's a shitty human, just straight up. And he's working. He knows about Nibiru, and he's working with the fucking Draconians and their whole operation is to blow up Nibiru. At one point, everybody got a screenshot of this fucking tweet that Trump put out in 17 about, we defeated Nibiru. And now is that story that at the same time, the New York Post released this guy fucking working, he was a custodian at the Bellevue Institute for the Criminally Insane in New York City. And this guy ended up taking a fucking hostage. He was a patient in the hospital. And this is according to the custodian's point of view. And this is what he documented. And he said, first the patient took a, a doctor hostage and brought him into the some janitor closet, you know, that he was actually working out of, the guy who was custodian. He said he couldn't finish his job. Everybody was on standstill, on total red alert. This, this guy was naked. He made the doctor take off all his clothes, too, to make, make it even more crazy. And, like, you better get this fucking thing taken care of right now. And so they asked him what his demands were. He said, I want to talk to Trump, or I want to talk to the fucking director of transportation, the secretary of transportation. Why the fuck would you want to talk to that dude? That was what he specifically asked for. He's like, I, I refuse to talk to anyone else. Well, you know, they call up looking for Trump. Oh, well, he's off fucking with his little shenanigans starting a war in Mexico at that time, so they couldn't get a hold of him. All right, well, what the fuck are you going to do? Well, they try to get a hold of uh, the Secretary of Transportation. No dice. They try to tell the guy, he's like, I'm going to kill this fucking guy if I don't get a hold of him. That's who I'm going to talk to directly. <sighs> they get a hold, it's a dire situation. They get a hold of the Secretary of Transportation for the fucking country, United States of America. He fucking gets in his helicopter with four big ass armed gorilla motherfuckers. I mean, <laughs> to the bone. <laughs> you know, fucking stealth helicopter ride over to Bellevue rooftop. Escorted down. The Secretary's holding a separate trench coat. And he goes, okay, I'm here. What do you want, man? Let's get this over with. Let's negotiate. And he goes, I want to go home. That's what the guy's voice says out of the closet. Well, where's your home at? And according to the custodian working at the Bellevue Institute for the Criminally Insane, and according to the New York Post write-up that was only out for about a, a minute, and then it was gone. And uh, basically he goes in there, he's like, well, where's your home at? He says, it's Nibiru. No shit. And this guy start in the closet starts talking in an alien tongue after that. Who knows what the fuck it sounds like. All it says in the newspaper is it's an alien tongue. And uh, 
that's how the guy describes it. And he's like, well, and then the secretary responds back the same way. What? What in the fuck? <laughs> and then the guy comes out. He releases the doctor. The secretary puts the trench coat around him. They don't say shit. They don't sign release papers. Him and the four fucking horsemen fucking take this poor guy in a trench coat up to the fucking top. Fly off in a helicopter to Never Never Land. The end. I don't know what you guys think about that, but I'm going to stop it right here, and then I'm going to play a sample from the last Nibiru Chaser, and I'm going to tell, tell you about her, and we're going to wrap this guy up, okay? Hold on. The next one I started listening to is The Fundamentalist. She's a Christian fundamentalist. She's a lot more hardcore fundamentalist, too, and kind of like that Jack Chick Christian comic almost. Uh, it's kind of irritating, man, but she does get the footage and she does know the right thing about what's going on with these planets and how they're hiding them in junk. And I'm going to play a little sample of how she's, she is and stuff. And basically, her original channel was called uh, World News Media, something like that. And, uh, you know, someone came and threatened her. According to her, she ended up ditching the old channel and starting a new one. And now the new one's called Final Days. She says she's not afraid to die for what she what she knows is to be true. And like I said, she's pretty on the dot. And in a lot of ways, she doesn't care like Jeff P. does. Jeff P. gets sensitive and trolls know how to make him like sweat. And he is like, oh, you trolls, leave me alone, you know. This lady's like a brick house. She's not taking shit. I don't know about her resource or whatever. I haven't really looked into that ever, Mike from around the world. or I only really follow this one. And I don't even really follow it off the channel more than I do through the creator of all directly. Because I already work for the boss. And most of the shit that I know, half the shit I fucking know, man, I've, I've gotten from him. You know, he's allowed me to watch this one or whatever, but like I said, I'm not down with people being like, this is how you get into heaven. You have to accept Jesus Christ. He's, that's not it, man. He's looking for spiritually enhanced people that are there to serve the creator directly. He gave us a bunch of paths. I'm not going to sit here and believe that fucking there's just this one way. I think, you know, if you go with Jesus, you know, you selected this division. It's kind of like, do you want to join the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, or the Marines, you know? And that's really what these power books are, the Buddhist, the Islam. I don't agree with all of it, you know? That's not for me, man. You know? I'm not going to sit here and judge that, dude. And I don't think the Creator... After working for him for 16 years, he is either. That's all man, down on man. You know, everybody's going to be like, oh, I don't agree with that. They're not going to agree with what I'm saying here either. I don't really give a fuck. Go listen to something else. But you're not getting judged on your spiritual deal. You know, you're only getting judged if you tell someone basically that if they don't believe the way that you do, Ironically, you know, 
as soon as this holy man says that shit, he's the one that put himself in hell. Iron Maiden calls it holy smoke. <laughs> holy smoke, man. You know, they know about Nibiru. They know about this shit. They know about this time period. They're infected with Alpha Draconian infiltrator blood. Like I said, there are a number of them that are complete evil pieces of dog shit. And don't even fool yourself that they're not, dude. They'll fillet you like a fucking mignon. But you know what? <clears throat> There's good ones too out there. I believe that. The only difference between us and them is the lizards won't kill each other. Here's a sample of this lady who runs the Final Days Network. Hold on. The south-facing camera in Bradley Lake shows a heavily cratered celestial object emerging from the atmospheric chemicals at sunrise. A solar eclipse is taking place here. We see the brightly colored, odd-shaped reflections of the equipment used in concealing this entire process. For the same reasons just mentioned a minute ago, we know this object cannot possibly be a lens flare of the sun. The manufactured light generated by the black dot passes in front of the celestial object while the real sun passes behind, hiding the complete solar eclipse. As always, if we draw a line from the black dot to the pink reflection of the craft, the celestial object being concealed always falls upon that line. I've never seen an exception to this. These eclipses occur multiple times daily. Untold trillions have been spent on the technology to hide hmm. the approaching planetary system. As previously discussed. Because the enemies of Christ do not want you to know how close we are to the end, nor do they want you to turn your life over to Jesus while you still have time. Jesus describes the last days in Luke chapter 21 verse 25 when he says that we will see signs in the sky when the end is near. She goes on to say after that, you know, how to get, you know, saved and everything. And like I said, I'm not against this. If For all I know, my boss has set her on the direction to do this thing, man. And I don't think there's really this negative thing in it, but the one thing that I do think is detrimentally negative about religion is that if you do not follow their religion, you're going to suffer this dire consequence. That blocks the spirit into the dimension of heaven. And I believe in the Sumerian text. And I believe that we all are contaminated. And I believe that my boss was here for all of us. There's no one... He's not here for, you know, and a Christian will agree with that and stuff, but they still have this thing where they're like, yeah, but you have to claim him. It's not what he says in Matthew. They need to go back and reread that. I'm not going to argue with them either. They're not going to fucking put down their ego, their multi-trillion dollar industry. Basically, half of it exists off creating the homeless so that they look like heroes <laughs> or some shit, you know, and then they're in front of the creator. He's just like, 
but I did all this, I did all this, these things, and da 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 da. He's like, you only did it to look good to people on the planet. You didn't do it to look good, you know, inside. You know, the Hopi High Priest. I'm going to leave you on this note. The Hopi High Priest, Native American Hopi tribe. The High Priest says, uh, Take merit in all that you do and not the good. Take merit in all that you do and not the good. We'd be like, well, aren't you supposed to be good? No, you're naturally good, dude, see? But you're going to be imperfect. You're going to make mistakes. And you got to learn from it. Just like we're going to have to learn from all this shit we're going through right now on the whole planet. Everybody's talking this together shit. Well... The real story is going to come out. You know, the truth is the truth. You think this shit sounds like some sci-fi shit all you want. But, you know, in the end, it'll come into fruition. And it's, I don't care about looking good like that. You know what I care about? That we succeed. And that these infiltrating interplanetary dicks don't fucking wipe our asses out. I'm going to close it off with that. That's been a hell of an episode. Let's get a bumper on here. Hold on. That's enough information for you to fucking chew on for a while. And I got some out of it too, even hearing myself. To be quite fucking honest. Oh, man. Let's get out of here, dude. I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of Adam Air MD GED. We're going up new levels every time we do an episode. <laughs> Pretty cool, man. I like being able to speak open. I'm going to do too, man. This is my fucking podcast. I'm going to talk about whatever the fuck I want. Fucking Iron Maiden. Holy smoke. You heard it, man. You better up those fucking irons, motherfucker. Fucking holy smoke. I'm smoking some fucking holy smoke right the fuck now. I gotta do a fucking podcast tonight again, man. With a woman who's with the Federation of Light. We've had an off and on relationship. But, uh, I think, you know, basically what's gonna happen is we're gonna have this show tonight. And, uh, that'll be part two of three. And at that point... I'll do the third episode, which will be about Karen Carpenter and Richard Carpenter going MIA for a while, about a year, and then coming back to uh, 
whatever network, I'll find out more. And wanting to do a UFO special in 1977. That's how I'm going to wrap this motherfucker up, too. You know that? There is a lot to it, man. Wild shit, right? Whatever you thought was probably wrong, too. Woo! Up the irons. I'm going to get out of here. I'll talk to you guys soon. Mmm. Mmm. Mmm.